Hey, 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 what do you say? Welcome back, everybody. It's gotten cold again outside, so I'm kind of frustrated with that, but it's time to open up the Musicians Cafe. Come inside and get warm, so we got a place to talk about music here in Winchester, and that makes me very happy. My name is Brian Dick, and I'm here with my ambidextrous co-host, a man who can tweak the mic levels with his left hand, drink bourbon with his right, and even smoke a stogie if he has to. He's a robot, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome Chris R2-D2 Gray. Chris, how you feeling, brother? I'm good. Just don't ask me to throw a baseball or anything with my left hand, or I look like I've never done it before in my entire <laughs> life. So ambidextrous may not be the correct word for me. Okay, all right. And okay. absolutely don't ask me to play an instrument backwards, um, because that is goofy. You ever seen people play guitar? Not even like a left-handed guitar. It's just a guitar. Flip yes. it over. There is a guy going to be on the show in a couple of weeks, and we're going to talk about that from uh, from uh, Caressing Steel, Mr. John Simmons. Different who, breed. Who can flip a bass upside down, play a right-handed bass left-handed, don't even have to restring it. He Yikes. can just play it. Yikes. And, uh, it's pretty astonishing when you watch it. So, yeah, that's, that's an all-new talent for sure. That's right. Well, <laughs> we have made it back to the Musicians Cafe for yet another episode, yet another week, and we are here with episode 36 with none other than the Virginia, West Virginia, wherever you want to call it, native, <laughs> Mr. Charlie Collins. Charlie, yeah. thanks for being on the show, man. Thanks, y'all. I appreciate it, man. It's yeah, cool. Charlie. Glad to be, glad you made it out here to the Homestead Studios, man. We've been looking forward to this for a while. You doing all right? Yeah, I'm doing great, man. I've been looking forward to this, and uh, I got greeted with bourbon, so I can't really be any, <laughs> any happier than that. So That's part of the requisite of being on the show, as we always you know, sit around and sip a few bourbons, so I'm glad you're enjoying that. Chris, man, if you don't mind, I'm going to step in front of you right now with the menu. You cool with that? Yeah, go ahead. All right, pal. we got a lot of things to get to. This is going to be a busy weekend. I know it's uh, coming up on a holiday next week with St. Patty's Day, so evidently everybody's getting geared up for it because there's lots of stuff going on. So pay attention, everybody, and find yourself something to do. We're going to start out, as we always do, at the Tally Ho Theater. They are very busy. Starting tomorrow night, uh, they've got Every Avenue and Make Out with Unwell. Those are three bands, Every Avenue, Make Out, and Unwell. Every Avenue is kind of an alt-rock, uh, uh, I don't know, yeah, it's like an alternative rock sort of band. They've been around forever. I've never heard of myself, but I, I do know they're the real deal and uh, definitely worth the price of admission, so check them out. The Sam Grisman Project is going to be there, and uh, this gentleman... Uh, had a father named David Grisman who collaborated quite often with Jerry Garcia of Grateful Dead fame. And so they've got a band that they recreate that music and it's music that's been unheard by most people in the world. And uh, I'm sure it's, you know, Grateful Deadish sounding, I think, but it's probably awesome. So you folks out there can go out and check out the Sam Grisman project. The, the 11th Saturday night, none other than the outlaws, man. Have you ever heard of the outlaws, Charlie? I don't think so. Oh, man, they had lots of big hits, but their biggest one was Greengrass and High Tides. I don't know if you ever heard that or not. Mm, I've even heard that song. Have you heard that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the biggest explosion of uh, of Southern rock back in the 70s. Okay. Yeah. And the Outlaws were one of the bands that came along with that. But uh, they're still out touring around. Got a lot of the original members. Uh, and uh, so you can definitely go out and check them out. And then on the 12th, which I believe is Sunday. Do I have the dates right? It sounds right. Yeah. yeah Sunday 10, 11, night is 12, the Bodines. Yeah. And the Bodines have been around. They're out of the Midwest, and they've been around for a long time doing sort of a, a rock and roll feel from the 80s. Uh, their big claim to fame is they had a, a song called Closer to Free, and they end up using that song for the theme party for the TV show Party of Five. I don't know if you ever saw that show or not. Nope. Yeah. Nope. Anyway, nope. and they had a drummer named Kenny Aronoff, which I thought was a lot of, a lot of fun, too. He's one of my favorite drummers. So uh, the Bodines are going to be in town, so check them out. Hollywood Casino, they have one show on uh, – this is going to be on Friday night. 
It is Space Oddity, and it's a tribute band to the music of David Bowie. So if you guys are into that early David Bowie stuff, uh, the androgynous sort of feel that he had, make sure you stop over at Hollywood Casino and see them on Saturday night. Bear Chase Brewery's got a full show, uh, full, I should say, lineup on Friday night is Nate Clendenin. You ever cross paths with Nate? No, I haven't crossed paths with a lot of these guys. Well, I don't know. We got to we got to change that because you I'm got a lot of talent it. and they got a lot I'm of talent. It, so yeah. We got to change that. And then on the on the this is cool. Pay attention on this one. On the eleventh, during the early day part of the day, it's none other than our buddy Jimmy Lee. And I'm going to come back to him in just a minute. But he's in the early part of the day, followed up by JB Brown. And then on um, Sunday, they got Nathaniel Davis during the day. So that's going to be a busy weekend for Bear Chase box office. Then follows up. Uh, on Friday night, they have Five of a Kind, which is a bluegrass band. They've been around for a lot. I've caught them a few times. They're great. And then on Saturday is the Positive Ground Band with Rixie, pardon me, Ricky Troxel. Uh, so I've never heard Positive Ground, but they've got to be cool, and I'm sure Box Office is going to be a perfect place for them. So check that out. Troubadour, our folks up in Berkeley Springs there. Troubadour yeah, Parking Lounge. Yeah, how about that? Uh, on Friday night, they had the dreaded TBD band. Um I've seen them quite a few times. They're yeah, always I've heard disappointing. Them too. <laughs> uh, they, they actually obviously don't have a band scheduled yet for Friday night, but I'm sure they'll come up with something. But they did advertise they have on the 18th Diamonds in the Rough, and that's a band that's been for quite a few times. And guess what? They're having a St. Patty's Day party at the same time. You don't time. like St. Patty's Day, do you? I can't stand it. It's my unfavorite holiday of the whole world. I, I just don't like it at all. <laughs> As we yeah. sit at a ta- table with a bright green tablecloth <laughs> and Irish stuff everywhere. Yeah, exactly. It's, it happens to be my very favorite, and I'm going to celebrate this weekend myself. Uh, bright Box Theater on Friday night has Novarium, Dixie Filth, and Accident. And that's a metal show that's going to take place at the Bright Box. So... Uh, we don't give a lot of love sometimes to the metal crowd out there. We got to start doing that. We've got the uh, future to claim that's going to be coming up in the show uh, in during the summer months. So that'll be uh, fun to have them on. And then on the Saturday night they have comedy. So uh, they only have the music during the one night of the weekend at Brightbox Piccadilly Public House on Friday night. None other than our buddy Robbie Lyman, uh, local legend. And then as I mentioned a while ago. Uh, in the afternoon hours over at Bear Chase's Jimmy Lee. And then he drives all the way back to Winchester for a show Saturday night at Piccadilly. Uh, and he's going to be taking up the evening hours there. So make sure you stop by and see Jimmy Lee. He's going to be tired by the time he gets to Winchester, but he's always still a lot of fun. Backseat Bar and Grill. Have you checked out their website lately or their Facebook page? Chris? I haven't, but I'll pull it up. Well, you can take a look. I didn't see anything... Uh, I haven't seen anything showing for this weekend. Have you ever played there yet? No, I haven't. I've tried to reach out to them, but I'm sure they're busy. Well, yeah, Devana, check out at check in with Devana. She okay. would definitely talk to you about that for sure. But yeah. uh, just take your guitar in there one night and say, "Hey, I'm playing. I'm, I'm playing. <laughs> I'm about there." Brian and Chris there. sent me here, so yeah. Uh, but I am going to advertise while Chris is looking. I'm going to advertise their April eighth show, and that's in the new venue that they opened up. Uh, Quiet Riot, a great metal band from uh, the 80s, of course, Bang Your Head, Metal Health, all that. Um, and then they're on. Uh, they're going to be on that show with guest Black and Blue. Now, that's going to throw people a little bit crazy wondering what Black and Blue was, but they were another one of those bands from the 80s that I actually like. They had a big hit called Hold On to 18. Uh, if you're sort of that hair metal uh, person like me, just Google that or look it up on YouTube, Hold On to 18. They also had a cool song that... Uh, called Swing Time that I used to think was really cool and you'd hear on the radio from time to time. So Black and Blue definitely been heard. You just have to maybe dig a little deeper for them, but that's going to be a good show. Paladin and Steven City, uh, tomorrow, actually, take that back, the 8th. That's tonight, isn't it? 
Wow. It Jake is. Cohn yep. is at Pac- Paladin tonight. He is. Steven City. Yeah, he is. Yep. yep, he sure is. So he's playing there tonight. So stop by and say hi to Jake right after you finish listen, listening to our show. Uh, and then on Friday night is Amanda and Sam. And then on the 11th, Famous Last Words, another friend of the show that we've had on recently. So a great lineup out at Paladin. Uh, P2 is going to have on the 10th, Bart Harris. And then on the 11th is Six Strings and Bourbon, our buddy Adam, Adam. Phelps. Yeah, man. I saw Adam's brother this weekend, talked to him a little bit. He said, Adam is busy, busy. So Adam, reach out to us. Let us know what you got going on, buddy. Uh, the Monument. Uh, on the 10th, they have Better Off Dead. And then on the 11th is the Jared Stout Band with the Seven Bends, which I'm assuming is a collaboration of two bands together there. I'm assuming, but it sounds like it's a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, sort of, it sounds like, I, I think it's that Americana sort of feel that we've been uh, definitely hearing a lot of here lately. Yeah, so. well, Better Off Dead is the Grateful Dead tribute band. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, it is. I missed that. Okay. Yes, it is. Okay. Actually, I'm cheating. I have a cheat sheet. That's right. You maybe look good. But coming to my rescue, yeah, so great, thank you. Grateful Dead and the Jerry Garcia Band. So <laughs> that's uh, that's the type of music you expect this weekend I here at the Monument. You. Very cool. And uh, that's that's kind of about it. I, I want to make sure we remind everybody about Dividing Creek Brewery. That's another one downtown that's starting to uh, pick up speed. They've got a show on Friday night with Righteous Roots. Uh, so definitely check out Dividing Creek because it's a new location. And also check out Righteous Roots. And then also a shout out to our friends that are so loyal to us over in uh, near the Harpers Fair area, the Mission Road Band. Um, the Mission Road Duo is going to be playing at Tor- Torlonis, I believe I have it pronounced right, in Harpers Ferry, and that's on Saturday night. So, Chris, man, I'm out of breath, brother. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I know it was, and I, yeah, I, the, the menu is getting longer, um, but I still have like a couple things to add. That's just good. For, Go right ahead. Yeah, really yeah, quick, yeah, yeah, really yeah. quick. Uh, we're going to talk about this venue tonight, Touch of Texas. Uh, Charlie, you're very yeah. familiar with that place, yeah, aren't very, you? very much so, yeah. Good. Uh, well, Raised on Analog is going to be there. Oh, very cool. Okay. So uh, that's going to be their first time at Touch of Texas. So that's up in Inwood. Um, just so you guys know, at the Tally Ho Theater coming up uh, in the beginning of April, the Low Water Bridge Band is booked there. Wow. So it is a, it is a big venue for them. Um, Clint Black is going to be at the Hollywood Casino in August. And then the last thing I wanted to remind everybody about is that there are still tickets for the Katie's Comfort House Country Music Fest. So this is going to be the yearly um, deal for them. This is May 19th. There's still some tickets pending uh, that you can pick up. Remember, it's Little Water Bridge Band, Taylor, Honeycutt, and uh, 49 Winchester. So it's going to be a great big show. Yes. General admissions, $50. VIP is 200 bucks. You get a lot of good things with a VIP ticket. Yep. Um, just look it up. You can find the information on it. It goes to a great, great cause. So make sure that if you guys are interested in that, go ahead and get your tickets because I'm surprised they're still around. Yeah, me too. As far as local projects, I just simply can't get anything to come to mind that's more important than what the Katie Teach Project is. And uh, they need a house, folks, and they want to uh, make people comfortable in their last few days. And I just think that's wonderful. So. Man, Chris, we got Charlie Collins here, brother. I'm here. Yes, sir, you are. So he's drinking a bush out. light. That's, he is. I got a bush so much latte. Better. Don't say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, my gosh. Well, Charlie, man, thanks for making out. We appreciate it. Yeah, and, no, uh, I'm super and, glad uh, to be here. You know, you, uh, you're getting busier and busier, aren't you? We are getting busier. I say we. It's like a, it's like a village. It's not just me. But, uh, yeah, definitely getting busier um, in the best way possible, but... Man, freaking loving every second of it. Like I can't complain at all. It's good. been it's been a wild ride. It's been cool. Good, good. Glad to hear it. Yeah, we you know like I say we we've kind of caught up with you over social media, 
And sure. It, man, it looks like you've, you, know, you have exciting shows. It looks like you put yeah. a lot into them and have a yeah, lot of fun while you're lot, out there. We have, right? we have too much fun probably, but um, <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've come out of left field a little bit. I feel like a lot of people have absolutely no idea who I am um, from being around here. It's just music accidentally happened for me, and I hate saying accidentally because really? I do take it very, very serious. But uh, I was deployed with the military, I don't know, a year and a half ago, something like that, and you know, my dad is the one who convinced me to bring my guitar. Like I'm talking like the day before I left for the deployment, he's like, you should bring your guitar. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be that guy and brought it. And, uh, one thing led to another and like all the guys out there just, I got way more support on accident of stuff that I had wrote. They're like, who wrote that? I'm like, I did. They're like, Oh dude, that's, that's badass. And, uh, you know, next thing I know, I'm like, stuff goes on social media. I start getting messages from producers and stuff and people who want to buy songs or whatever. And, I uh, linked up with this guy. He's a producer in Nashville. His name is Dean Miller. His dad's Roger Miller. He did like King of the Road. Oh, sure, yeah, yeah. And wow. uh, so Dean's a you know he's a pretty well well known name down there. And he's like, yeah, do you want to you know you want to come to Nashville and do an album? I'm like, well, yeah. I mean, who doesn't? <laughs> yeah, right. Um, so I talked it over with my dad and, and my family and kind of navigated of what what felt right and and he definitely definitely felt right and we did it and met some incredible musicians down there and had a ridiculous experience and learned a ton and just kept going. But yeah, it happened so quick. Like I didn't have this, you know, um, this, anybody who thought I was going to be doing music to, to right. kind of grow into here right. in the area. So definitely come out of left field, I feel like. Well, but that's not such a bad thing, right? Because I feel like, um, you know, some people have this dream of being a famous musician their entire lives. Since the age of five, you know, I played the guitar and I know that I've wanted to do this. And, you know, you get to a point in your life where you're so worried and you're concerned um, and and you're, you know, am I really going to make it? It's almost like you just kind of ripped the Band-Aid off for you, right? And you didn't really have time to think about it. Um, But it did take a level of commitment, I would say, to, uh, and and just like everybody else, I'm sure you have a lot going on uh, in your life right now. But was that difficult for you to just say, like yeah, this is what I want to do. I'm going to spend a lot of time on this. Um, difficult is is a weird term to describe it because yes, it's been difficult, but it wasn't like difficult to decide. Like the second, um, the second I started writing music, honestly overseas, when I was overseas, I had songs that I had written that no one had ever heard. I mean, I'm talking like, I don't even know if anybody had heard me sing in my family and play the guitar more than like eight months before I had left for deployment. And uh, even then, it was like bits and pieces or just me kind of messing around doing dumb shit. And uh, yeah, so when I was overseas and got like traction behind stuff that I had done and like, I mean, these guys knew every word to these songs that I had written by the end of deployment. And That's kind of like, cool. That's awesome. That, yeah. was, that was the moment for me where I was like, man, this is like, I just, I feel like people relate to some of the things I have to say and, and I want I want to make people feel like something i want to make people feel something and this is the outlet to do that for me right right so well, before i forget first of all thank you for your service i appreciate you it that thank, for you, sure. thank you yeah but okay so i don't I, you and i didn't really catch up too much before the show started yeah. and i really don't know how old you are so give me a time frame here you picked up the guitar roughly what time um, how many years ago not that long ago uh so i guess when i was like a kid i was probably like eight or nine years old my granddad gave me my first guitar and I'd never touched it ever. Right. I mean, I just, it just sat there and I didn't, I had no intention of playing music or anything. And uh, I was in high school 
that was like a, a youth guitar. I bought, you know, a regular size guitar in high school, played it for like a couple months and was like, man, I suck at this. Like, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. And, uh, so I learned like wagon wheel and it was like a really bad version of wagon wheel and gave up on it. And then, uh, that kind of sat and I had some life stuff happen. I got in the military, you know, I had my son, I got married and, and, and long story short, started to go, go through a divorce. And for me personally, it was a very emotionally taxing divorce and I was going through therapy for it for a bunch of reasons and stuff. And my therapist is like, man, you know, have you ever played an instrument? And I was like, I mean, I played, I played wagon wheel once. <laughs> She's like, maybe you should try it again. And so I picked up a guitar and um, that was probably three years ago. Wow. Okay. And uh, I just pretty much became obsessed. Uh, pretty, I would say overseas a year and a half ago, two years ago, was probably the moment where I, I really turned a corner and buckled down and was like, man, I'm going to learn bar chords today. Like, I'm going <laughs> to. Damn. You know, if you do that in a day, good luck. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, no, man, I definitely turned a corner and, and, and hit an obsession point and, um, songwriting's been my niche i feel like that's my forte and uh i just go in everything with a blind confidence because i feel like it's really easy to not be confident in everything i do so i'm like whatever man blind confidence like yeah, yeah. do what i can do to prepare for whatever's happening tomorrow and just walk in the door gotcha so, Good so along those lines of you know there's so many cliches about you know where there's no words there's music or yeah, um, yeah, you know, music speaks and music heals. You know, a lot of people say that, and mm -hmm. somehow they mean it. But <laughs> you know, it is true. It is true to an extent. What What did that mean for you through you know that dude? It's crazy. Sort of time. Uh, I mean, it, like again, like I'm not somebody who get, likes to get really sappy. Mostly, I hear the guys I work with on shift being like, "You, you know." <laughs> and, uh, but no, man, uh, I'm only here because of music. I, I can promise you that. Um, it meant so it, it was the therapy I never knew I needed was just songwriting and um, and being able to put my words to a, a emotion that you can hear. And like that's to me what guitar started as it was like an emotion that I could hear and being able to put my words to that just made me feel so much better about everything going on around me. And um, and I did, man. And, and yeah, it's it's definitely a little cliche, a little sappy, but. Man, it's cool, and I can see when I say something or when I sing something and I write something, and I can see it affects people, and people like like vibe with it, or people just can relate to it in one way or another. Right. And we see it in shows. Um, we'll play some original stuff, some some stuff that's unreleased, and you know, people have never heard it before, and people are like, "Yeah, like you know, that's fucking awesome." And I'm like, <laughs> "Yeah." I'm like, "All right, cool." Like you know, that's worked, the goal. It, it worked. It yeah, worked. That's yeah, the goal. Yeah, man. That's what it's all yeah. about. Yeah, for sure. The emotions that you let out in your songwriting, I get, are they, you know, are they all over the place? I mean, is it sometimes it's the stuff that's in you that's boiling hot and kind of angry or is it, you know, what do you draw on the most? Do you think? Um, it's weird because, uh, I've been known to only write sad music. Gotcha. Okay. And I've turned this corner where I still, <laughs> it's still sad, but it doesn't sound sad. Gotcha. I love those songs. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know, and, and I've tried. I've sat and thought, and I'm like, man, I need to write something that's happy. I need to write something that's like positive. And my mom, God bless her soul, she's gonna be listening to this. Like, I, you need to write something happy. She's told me a million times. You got people want happy music, and I'm like, I don't think so. But um, yeah, you know, I, I sit and, and and think about uh sad stuff. It's just relatable. Yeah, and yeah, uh, it's authentic for me because 
I can relate to it very easily. And I, for me as a songwriter, those are the two benchmarks are everything I write. It needs to be authentic. I need to be able to believe what I'm saying. Sure. People need to be able to believe it. And then relatability. Like, sure. I can't make it too niche. I can't make it too specific to myself so that nobody else here can can relate to it. Everyone's got to be able to, to, to right. relate to it one way or another. So, yeah, sad music is kind of my go-to, but it's getting less sad, <laughs> if that makes any sense. Well, you touched on something in that last answer there. You, I mean, I think you're 100% right. Everybody has a different relationship with the music. It has to be believable. I think that's where it's, you know... I, I found music that moves me from all genres. I mean, it could, you know, honestly, I mean, I it mean, took it took a while on country. It did, it did. <laughs> oh, but actually, man, no, that. that's not really true either. But, uh, you know, I mean, you know, if you want to go oldie, you know, a, a song that moves me is "Sing Me Back Home" from Merle Haggard. You yeah. know, so you yeah. can do something like that. You know, even like Prince songs, or you know, there's things that he's written that you know that move my emotions. You know, and that's. I think you're drawing from the correct well when you're writing these songs. And, I hope so. and, and it doesn't matter if they're happy or sad, just honest. Yeah. And you know that's, I mean? that's, that's my biggest thing, man, is like I said, those two things. And I keep it simple because I'm not a smart individual, so I can't get too complex. But, you know, relatability and authenticity, those are the two things right, for me. That's right. what I hit on. So, yeah. And I give Brian a hard time about the country music. He, he grew up on country music, he knows all about it. He knows probably a lot more about country music history than I do. <laughs> Um, I don't know about that. But what I really enjoy about your sound, and of course we're going to get to some of your music here. We're going to talk about you know some of the stuff you have out, and I'd like to hear you play if you yeah, wouldn't mind. Absolutely. Um, but uh, country music, it, you're, where I'm getting at it is your sound isn't like a a, a true like you know old what yeah. people think is like a sad crying your beard type of, of yeah. country. And give me some grace here, right? Um, I related a couple of your songs with um, some sound of Morgan Wallen, who sure. is extremely big in the uh, music business right now, sure. uh, and it, it goes all across all all genres. It's yeah. not just country that this dude is reaching out and saying, you know, you like my music. We're seeing all these review videos. Of, for some reason, these review videos have become huge on the internet, where people <laughs> literally just sit in front of their computer and watch a video and react, yeah. and then millions of people watch it. Yeah. But there's people who listen to rap, who listen to hip hop and all these other, and, and you know, they listen to Morgan Wallen's new um, album and they're like, oh man, this stuff speaks to me. But like, you know, that's what you're getting at. And I yeah. think that's such a, such a strong chord to hit. It, it's a, uh, it's weird, man. Like I, I'm still discovering a lot about what sound I'm going to carry in the future. Um, that's tough. And uh, we're, we're about to. Uh, finish off an album that we've been working on so that'll come out in the summertime but the sound of the album that that we have is going to be a step in more of a like a i hate saying rock because it's not rock it's almost like texas swing mix, mixed with like punk rock and i really it sounds horrible and weird but mm. i guess co wetzel is like the artist i immediately throw i out was there. exactly gonna say that <laughs> like do you know what co wetzel does on uh, a daily basis it's stupid like if i could marry co wetzel i would <laughs> uh, okay that's maybe that cross like line yeah. co i'm just kidding um but no uh listen if co wetzel listens it's okay yeah <laughs> it's okay yeah if he, if he agrees all right um no man it's it's a it's to me a different type of country and it's not the Morgan Wallen pop country that does it, that the genre crossing country, it's kind of its its own niche thing, and, and I feel like it's upcoming. I feel like it's a newish style of thing, and um, Parker McCollum isn't quite there. He's kind of in the country vibe. 
Yeah, but, that um, dude's really good. I'm, I'm going to look him up. But he's it, Texas. I mean, he's Texas country. And, uh, you know, Co is Texas country mixed with, like, everything. Punk rock seems to be kind of his vibe. Um, but that's a little bit of the vibe that we're going to carry into this next album. It's going to be a lot more uh, fast-paced stuff, a lot higher energy. Um, not that I disagree or dislike anything we did on the EP. I, I love everything I did on the EP. But uh, it's just cool. This is this is strictly me. There's no there's no producer involved. Not I love Dean. Dean, if you're listening to this, I absolutely loved working with you. If anybody wants to work with him, he's a phenomenal producer. But this is just me um, and the guys that I chose to be in the band um, and uh, the sound that these guys have created and, and, and that I've helped narrate um, is perfect and it, and it represents what I wanted to so well. So Yeah, and I noticed that you said we several times. Let us and everybody else in on who we is. Is it your band? Is it yeah, you know what, what does your workforce look like behind you? Uh, it looks like a lot of a lot of people. Um, so yeah, the the band is kind of uh, it accidentally happens as well. Like the stars just kind of aligned for a lot of this stuff, and uh, uh, I had some stuff I'd put out like uh, some of the acoustic stuff that I have on Spotify. If anybody's listens to listen to it. I did all that when I was overseas. I had a Con Xbox and took all these like heavy blankets that we That's had. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we had these heavy blankets because we. I was a fireman overseas and we would work in between the runways. Is one of the fire stations. So to try and fight the sound of the jets taking off because it's like unbearably loud, we would take these these sound damping blankets and just drape them in there. We had a bunch of extra ones and we had a Con Xbox and I was like, all right, well, I'm gonna empty out this Con Xbox, line it with these sound dampening blankets and. I had a lot of people are having like like alcohol shipped over them overseas, like under the table or, you know, snacks or whatever. I had like a little scarlet thing I'd bought and I had that shipped overseas so I could record a cheap little microphone. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'm nice. going to figure this out, man. And uh, so that was where the acoustic stuff started. But that's really cool. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was a blast, man. I had a lot of fun doing that stuff. I got so many questions and so many directions to go with you, so I, <laughs> I, I don't even know where to start. The one thing I, want, I was curious about, though, we, we heard a little bit about when you were younger. Did you have family or influences ahead of you that kind of sort of maybe sparked this interest in music? Or um, are you I, like a beginner in your – are you the start of something new in your yeah, family? Yeah, I, uh, I feel like I got I to gotta say something about my dad. There you um, go. So not that my dad was like a musician during my lifetime. Um but in college, he was like in a like a jazz band, and God, he's gonna kill me because I'm gonna get the name wrong. But it was like Doctor Love and the Feel Goods, or so, something like that. I don't know what it was. <laughs> cool. He was in this jazz band, and they ended up to go and like they'd done like world tours and stuff. And he dropped out because he's like, I don't know about this guys, and I'm sure he regrets that now. But he's uh, he's now he's a pilot for United. So oh wow. Um. Uh, but yeah, so he he played like the trumpet. Nice. But uh, that's yeah. about it in the family. Got a trumpet player sitting I, next to me. I played here. the trumpet oh, for a while. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he still has it. It's it's rusted as hell in the basement. And uh, <laughs> if you get a few drinks in him, he'll take it out and mess around, see how much lung capacity he has left. You'll but, appreciate this professional bugler. At he BMI. Did. Yes, Perfect. he was. I yeah. got paid for it, so that made me professional. It that's did make crazy, me good. <clears throat> it didn't make me good. It made me professional since I got paid for but it. But he was yeah, good. Right. Dude. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was good. That's, don't let him kid you. That's crazy. How'd you end up as a bugler? We don't ask questions. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. 
Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, man. So, Charlie, so now I'm really intrigued by what you experienced in Nashville. Yeah. Okay. Um, You know, it sounds like you were fairly meticulous on sort of planning what you were going to do when you got there. Yeah. Um, How did all that go for you? Was it? Was it a great experience? What did you learn? Uh, It was a phenomenal experience. It was basically, I had it set up, but I get back from deployment, and I think my best friend, who's kind of like my manager now, his name's Cody, um, shout out Cody Keefe over there. Uh, he's in Florida right now, but he was going to be here. But, um, yeah, we went down there and, you know, kind of lined up this trip for Nashville since we just got back from deployment. We're like on the back end, you know, we'll, we'll go, you know, meet up with Dean. We're going to go in the studio and, and do this. Uh, I had talked hours on the phone with Dean and we talked about the sound I want. I had sent him like demos. I would make up with that little scarlet interface. And, uh, yeah, so we had a pretty good plan. Um, the way Nashville operates is insane. Uh, is just crazy quick and high quality, man. It's uh, the guys that are on that EP. Um, they're, I mean, a lot of them are played on like, like right now, Parker McCollum's whole new album. Uh, my drummer was on, is doing his album. The keyboardist in that, I believe, Jimmy Wallace, he's doing Parker's al- album. Um, Jimmy Wallace, he tours with the Wallflowers. Uh, I mean, just these guys are just like Trey, La- Troy Lancaster. He's actually, I believe from the Northern Virginia area, okay. but he moved down there. He's been on like 56 number one country songs played for Blake Shelton. So it was like, I'm shell shocked in there. I'm like, sure. Holy cow, man. What, how did this happen? Like how I'm just some podunk, like freaking kid, man, ended up in this room and the demos playing in the background. They're all looking at the national number chart of the song charted out and, I'm just talking to these guys. Jimmy had a kid and we're talking about kids and whatever and the demo's playing and the demo ends and I'm like, all right, well, we're going to listen to that again because we weren't paying attention, but it doesn't bother me. I'm here for you all more or less. And uh, Dean's like, all right, you all good? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, all right, well, we'll see how this goes. And they get in there and I go in the vocal booth just to do like a scratch vocals so they know how I'm going to sing it. And uh, the music just started. And when it started, it was basically almost what you heard recorded on spotify and i was like just blown away like how did you all manage to pull that off with never hearing this song before wow and um they were just high elite musicians man and uh super freaking incredible down-to-earth people man um that's what a lot of people don't realize about studio musicians yeah right? that's it, for sure is that they they it's not a lot of times the artist band that comes in there and records most of the time it's a studio band yeah um, 100%. that lives at that studio but these dudes like you said their their brain capacity is amazing it's ridiculous they can write a couple scribbles down if they have to if they need to probably usually don't and they can rip it once yep and it's it's done 
Like you yeah. said, it, I think the speed of it, and I don't even get it because I've never been through it, but I can imagine that you're halfway through recording your vocals and you're like, how in the hell yeah. did I get here? And why, why was it so quick? Like <laughs> that's the way it happened. it's happening. Yeah. Uh, I actually missed my cue on a couple of times. It was scratch vocals. I'm watching <laughs> his name is Chad Cromwell on the drums. He, he's played for like Joe Walsh and just like incredible musicians, man. But, uh, some of the, some of the drum, like he would do like some of these rim shots and stuff that he was doing. And I'm just like watching him. He's like the only one I can see him and Lex price who did bass. I'm watching them out of the, the glass window. And I'm just like, amazed and i totally blew my cue <laughs> and everyone stops and they look at me i'm like oh shit i'm like god i'm sorry like, i was totally That's watching so chad play the drums but oh, uh and yeah I'm, it's I'm incredible sure, i'm sure when you miss your cue in a studio full of those dudes you feel about this big <laughs> right <laughs> you know blind confidence i already felt you know this big anyway. just walking so, in yeah, yeah. Was, dean would look at me he's like anything you want to change i'm like i, I don't want to tell him to like, how, yeah. I don't know yeah. what to tell him. Like, <laughs> right. Hey, you guys suck. <laughs> you know? Well, did you, did you knock out the EP in an afternoon or a couple oh, yeah, of days? It was two, it uh, I want to say two days in, um, that first trip. And then the second trip, uh, we did harmonies. It was like a, a day, not even. Wow. Um, and, uh, I'm actually, I'm going to put her on the spot. So, uh, the harmonies we came it was a second trip so the first the first day was just music the goal was just to get all the music tracked did that in like five hours which was incredible to me um and then the second day was all my vocals so the whole day was just me singing endlessly which i hate the sound of my voice so it just continuously roamed in my head but got that done um and then came back i want to say a month later um to do these harmonies and he's like oh i had this girl lined up you know she did wheeler walker juniors <laughs> Whole, solid whole album and i'm like that's incredibly cool for me but i have somebody who you know i've i've d- did some stuff with stuff with overseas and you know, brian sh- brian you know wheeler walker, yes right? i absolutely did you I yeah can, i can send some wheeler walker jr but we'll we'll pass on <laughs> yeah, that but, um, <laughs> great drinking music by the way uh, it's something yeah, it's yeah. something yeah and um but anyway i had this girl who who i'd sang a lot of stuff with overseas and i was like Man, I'm telling you, like I, I sang a lot of these songs with her when I wrote them. I'm like, she's got to come do the harmonies, man. She's incredible. He's like, oh, okay, and I could tell this was this was the moment where they're like, oh, this fucking kid yeah. <laughs> wants to have his friend come in here and do this. And I'm like, no, I promise you, man, she's really good. And I called her and I I like bought her a plane ticket. I think I bought her a plane ticket. If not. I owe her a plane ticket. Anyway, yeah, right, right, yeah, you yeah, said you it. Go. I'm yeah. pretty sure I bought it, but there's no, I can't be too sure. And this is all recorded. So, um, but anyway, so yeah, flew her out to Nashville and uh, she had never sang like in front of anybody and was petrified. And I'm like, look, I have put a lot of balls in this yeah, court. Right, yeah, it's like you are doing yeah. this. Like there's no if, ands or buts. Right. And uh, man, she went in and just freaking demolished it. Like, to the point where Dean would hit the the mute button on like the talk back mic and he'd look at me and he's like, Does she want a job? Like as coming in and doing wow, harmonies. That's impressive. And I'm like, uh, Kaya, I was like, You want a job? She's like, oh, I'm in the act she's active duty in the military, so she's screwed. There's no job for her. She's yeah, tested. Right, Uncle right. Sam's got her ass. <laughs> but uh but yeah, man, she's incredible. So she did all the harmonies in that and in less time than it would have usually taken, they said, a professional to do it. So she killed it, man, and it was a it was an incredible experience. It was fast, fast, crazy, high quality. Met some incredible musicians, man. It's it's definitely an experience, and wow. I learned more in that than I would have in a college classroom for sure. So 
let's talk a little bit about where you've been because I've seen some cool pictures um, on your website. So you have a Facebook, but that's just your personal, that's your Facebook, but you have a website, right? CharlieCollins.Banzoogle.com. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, looking on there, I see, of course, the first thing you see is Touch of Texas and there's some sweet videos there. They've had, Do they have a videographer that like hangs out there that... So I think they do. Um, okay. That videographer was uh, a videographer that I had hired that night. Um, uh, okay. And but I, I'm pretty sure they do have a videographer there. But, but the, uh, the other thing that caught my eye, and it's not on the front page, but it's in in some of your page your pictures, is uh, New York City. Yeah. You had a billboard. Yeah. Um. Yeah, like a full out wow, billboard. Wow. I like, didn't do that. Yeah, right. Times your, Square. Your body was like. Yeah, my body, 50 just my feet body. Tall. Yeah, don't wear hat clothes on. But uh, you did. You were clothed. <laughs> yeah. So tell us how that came about because I can't even imagine like yeah, being on a billboard yeah, in New York Times City. Square. Like, so it was yeah. cool, man. Um, yeah. Long story short, my drummer, um, who's like a really good friend of mine now, uh, we met via Instagram before like anything had come out. Like uh, maybe the EP had come out. I'm not sure, but uh. No, it was, it was right before the EP came out. He messaged me. We kind of talked about some stuff. And he's like, yeah, dude, if you need a drummer, let me know. I was like, well, where do you live? He's like, I live, you know, up near Cleveland, Ohio. I'm like, oh, well, my cousin who plays guitar, he's been in multiple bands, you know, in high school. He hasn't done a whole lot recently, but he lives up there. So I texted my cousin Jordan. I was like, dude, let's get together with this guy and let's just jam out, see what happens and go up there. And, uh, one of the bands that uh, my cousin Jordan was in was called Tropodelics. Some people may know them. They're kind of like a reggae type thing. Um, and uh, his drummer and one of his bands is now the drummer of Tropodelics. Well, this guy comes over. We jam out f- with him for a while, the drummer. And he's like, oh, yeah, I used to be in this band Tropodelics. And Jordan's like, no way. Like, do you know Rex? He's like, oh, yeah, I taught Rex all this stuff. Like, for the for the albums that I did, I recorded for them. And kind of a small world. And after that, we just kind of clicked. Well, turns out he was the drummer for Aaron Carter for like six Yikes. years or so. Wow. Really? How about that? There you yeah, go. so, uh, you know, this guy, has he's played a whole bunch of crazy venues. He's played for other artists too, but, um, you know, he, Aaron had, obviously had passed recently and he was talking to some of the guys that Aaron worked with and one of the guys, you know, heard some of the stuff that I was working on through him and right. he's like, oh, dude, I got access to a billboard in Times Square. Like, I'll throw stuff up there, you know, let's set it up, let's set it up and he linked me up with this guy and this guy, yeah, threw it up on a, billboard in times square man and i uh, i went up there with my photographer to see it and we were like having problems catching because it's everything's rotating up there so you're like chasing it in right. times square right um but yeah we did get a picture out of it uh with my wow. photographer because he's the one who did that photo shoot for me um but yeah it was it was freaking wild man like I step foot in times square and i'm like Nashville, Times Square. I'm like, this is the craziest shit ever. <laughs> I would say the same thing. And the yeah. best thing is it's on the East Coast, so you yeah. didn't really have to go that far. Yeah, no, no, yeah, no, that's no. really cool. So, well, man, this beautiful guitar is laying between it is. me and you here on the table. Yeah. So if you don't mind, I'm going to get you to grab that Absolutely, thing because I'm ready to hear 100%. some music. Heck yeah, know. man. Just don't make me look bad, okay? You're playing uh, a Taylor, right? It's a Breedlove, which is very oh. similar to a Taylor. Um but, it, does, uh, it does look like the Grand Auditorium body style. Very similar, even yeah, like the, the battery pack and everything. So I, I, from what I remember, the a head honcho and Taylor, I think it was like the vice CEO or some, somebody split off and made Breedlove. Um, so they look Funny similar. Funny how that happens. Yeah. yeah. They look similar. Um, but I mean, for the price point, man, like I just feel like 
this is the way to go. Like, I feel like this sounds like a $1,200 Taylor, and this was yeah. like a brand new out of the box, probably like a $900 guitar. Send me a link. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, man, absolutely. Put it on my Christmas list. There you go. <laughs> well, Charlie, what do you got for us, man? What are you um, thinking about? Man, I got a whole bunch of stuff, so it's kind of like up in the air. Um, you guys want to hear? I'll do something off the EP. Yeah, that'd yeah, be great. Give us a couple if you want, if you can't decide sure. on one. Yeah. Yeah. There's nothing better than live entertainment it, in man. your we own living room. room. I know. Front room seat, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They say we're podcasters, but really we're just getting these people to come play music. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah. That's all right. I would do the same thing, man. All right. So we're going to try some of this stuff. Um, it's cool because I, ha- I don't get to play this acoustic just myself anymore. So it's first time in a while for me, man. But uh, yeah, this song's called Damn Pills. This is one of my favorite song songwrites that I did on the EP. Um, so here it is. Right. Kinda hard to sleep at night when the whiskey's the only reason you're alive. Erasing all souls I left behind. Get my mama on the phone. She's the only one that'll ever really know all the deep ones I've got buried in my mind. Oh yeah. Saw my ex on the street, she smiled and she waved at me. I hope to God she didn't see all this darkness that's been surrounding me these past few weeks in my new friend Jack. My back seat, oh yeah. Well, I don't want these pills being the only thing that makes life. Real. Oh, well, I don't want to sleep at night Till I drank enough whiskey to lose my mind We're a therapist How you doing? I'm doing just fine How's your boy? Well, he's doing alright Maybe one day we'll spend some more time Oh, yeah Get my doc on the phone, he's my new best friend When my pills run low, he writes me a prescription with no end Lying to my dad about pills, I'm telling him I never even had hell, man Yeah, ain't that sad Oh yeah, yeah Well, I don't want these pills being me only thing that makes life feel real Oh well, I don't wanna sleep at night Till I drank enough whiskey to lose my mind With my therapist How you done? I'm doing just fine These damn pills are running my life Oh yeah, yeah
Charlie Collins, everybody. Uh-huh. How about that? Oh, yeah. Thank you, thank you. Appreciate That's freaking that. deep, dude. That's I, awesome. I hadn't heard that song until today. I, I was stalking your uh, face or your, your website, and I was like, I hope he plays that song. That's awesome. <laughs> is that one of your first songs that you've written? Um, uh, I mean, dude, to be honest, a lot of the EP is a lot of the early stuff that I'd ever written. Uh, this whole EP was written overseas. Everything that I recorded on there, I wrote everything overseas. Um, and actually on the album art, if you ever get to look at it, all it is is um, it's my guitar case and it's it's a lot of pictures that were taken over there. Some of them that I'm out of the military now, so it's okay. But if I was in the military and, and right. took some of those pictures, I probably would have gotten chapped a little bit. But yeah. uh, no, man, it's uh, those guys are, are what encouraged me to, to do this EP, they're the ones who were like, dude, you got to do this and supported a lot of this music. So I was like, man, this this is kind of like my tribute to them is nice. the album art. So Do you ever have any of your buddies come like see it shows? Yeah, actually, I had uh, that Touch of Texas show. We had uh, one of the guys who was deployed with drove up. That's why to, it's so wild, wasn't it? Dude, wow. it, was, it was crazy, man. Um, I get actually just talked to one of them, uh, my roommate from overseas, my, my roommate, whatever you want to call him. The guy I lived with every day of my life for like seven months you got uh, to know him oh yeah real well yep. uh i just talked to him yesterday um and uh, they're all down in texas like houston texas there's a lot of a lot of firemen down there who deployed with us and they're like man when are you coming down here like you gotta come down here and, and so i'm trying to make a trip out there but there you uh, go it's cool man the support from those guys is nuts dude that's a great song. I love the phrasing in that song. Thank you. Know, you that, that sounds kind of strange compliment, but I like how you had the whole thing sort of framed and phrased. That's what I liked about it. Had a great feel to it. Don't get me wrong. But, yeah, yeah. But very cool. You got another one? I have. I have a ton of music. Um, yeah, this is fun. This is like fun for me because I don't get to play like acoustic stuff very often anymore outside of my living room. Good. So this is like this that. is a change up, man. Well, we have a hard cap at a certain time, so you're paying after that. Yeah, yeah that's fine. That's fine. I'll pay to play. That's all right with me, man. We'll hang um, out here all night as long as you want to play. I'm trying to think of what else to play. This is uh this is one I've been working with a lot recently. We're about to cut this on this album. Um, this is called Since You've Been Gone. Wait. Since you've been gone, since you've been gone, not the Kelly Clarkson version. <laughs> I mean, one of my favorite songs of all time. Like, okay. What's weird is that <laughs> I played this for my my drummer, and I said, "This is called Since You've Been Gone, man." I'm playing it in the He's living like, room. He's oh, like, "I got this." And well, what's weird is the chord progression. Like, it's in a different key, but the chord progression kind of fits. Similar. And so you could kind of like, "Since you've been gone," like you could kind of <laughs> make it awesome. happen. But yeah, I was like, I promise I didn't do that on purpose. I don't listen to Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> but yeah, this is Since You've Been Gone. Okay. Since you've been gone I've been trying like hell to move on A different girl in my phone every night Mama says it's not alright Yeah, I know It ain't my fault I'm just like this when I'm acting strong Only doing shots when I'm feeling alone In this house that you left me in It's so cold Wish I can go back in time Erase those memories from my mind 
I'm messed up, I'm a little crossed up right now Don't know if these words are staying in or going out Kill my mind so I don't feel anything inside Don't buy the pain by now, so it's fine Well, here I am Mama sending me prayers once again they don't reach down this hole I'm in Daddy says he wished that I would have talked to him Might as well call cops cause I'm off the deep end Mixture of booze and the fact I ain't sleeping Going insane can get you off of my brain Guess I ain't as strong as I was back then Wish I can go back in time Erase those memories from my mind I messed up, I'm a little crossed up right now Don't know if these words are going in or staying out Kill my mind so I don't feel anything inside Don't bother pain by now, so it's fine Oh yeah, well it's fine Messed up, it ain't the weekend Call the cops cause I'm off the deep end It's all on me cause of what I've been drinking It's all my fault, but it's fine and I'm fine I messed up, I'm a little crossed up right now Don't know if these words are staying in or going out Kill my mind so I don't feel anything inside I'm by the pain by now, so it's fine Oh yeah, well, it's fine Yeah, that's a new one Alright, there he is, folks, Charlie Collins How cool was that, Chris? Yeah, man <laughs> You're digging this, I can tell It's great Dude, <laughs> if you don't put out, like, 30 songs a year Oh, dude, I wish, man <laughs> This is the album that we're going to drop. It's called Podunk Kid, which is the hat I've got on here. Yeah, I see that. Yeah. Um, and it's going to have eight songs on it. But uh, it's been, dude, it's been, a, it's not, I don't want to say headache, man. I've enjoyed every second of it, but it is a lot of, of work to coordinate, you know, my schedule, all the guys' schedules, you know, studio time and all that stuff, finances, working overtime at work and all that stuff. But uh, I've enjoyed it, no doubt. But I think after this album, will probably be a, a year until we put something new out. And I don't know if it'll be a full album. This could all change tomorrow, too. Who knows? Yeah, right, right, right. Well, but the, I mean, the important thing is, I guess, you're flexible, right? Yeah, very and you flexible. You don't get super disappointed if you miss something. No. So, uh, I mean, you're in a sweet spot right now. You have a day job. You're a firefighter yep. for a day right. job. Yeah, yep. Um, so, also, thank you for being a first yeah, responder. Absolutely, Appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Um, do you play at the station? Like, you just... Um, I, I, I do. Uh, it's very rare that I'll like play like with all the guys out there. I just, firemen are very temperamental creatures. Okay. <laughs> and I do my best to not overload them with my outside activities at work. Um, so if I bring my guitar, sometimes I'll wait till everyone goes to bed. I'll go out in the bay and I'll write some stuff or mess gotcha. around. Uh, every now and then if the guy, if, if the guys are going to go out back and they're going to smoke a cigar, you know, 
my captain will be like, oh, get your guitar and we'll come out in the back deck or whatever. And show go. pony. Yeah. Show yeah. pony. Do it. <laughs> Sing. Yeah. 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 But uh, no, man, it's a blast. The guys have been super supportive of it too. But um, I try to, I try to keep my music outside of work because I want them to know that I do take my job as a fireman very serious and I love riding fire trucks. Um, so I know that sounds like a six-year-old kid just said it, but I do love it. It's yeah, pretty sure, freaking yeah. cool. So, so. I get that. I get that. Um, yeah. I want them to know that this isn't like, as much as I love music and, and and I'd love to have a music career, like I don't dislove, like dislike riding fire trucks. I absolutely love it. So right, right. I try to keep a little bit of separation, but uh, in, a, in a good fashion, I guess. I don't know. So we've had all these folks that are listening, Charlie. They've been tapping their music, tapping their music, tapping their foot to this music that you've been playing. Yeah. How are they going to be able to get a hold of it? Tell everybody how to reach out and get your songs um, and things. If you go on Instagram, uh, that's like my main so- social media. It's uh, Charlie Collins Official on Instagram. Um, I have Facebook. I'm, I'm Today was the day I was like, man, I should make like an actual Facebook page. Because uh, as far as getting a hold of venues, that's been like my fight locally. Is I cannot get an answer from venues locally. Um, and maybe I should have a bigger Facebook page. I don't know. So uh, Facebook is Charlie Collins. Um Instagram, Charlie Collins official. Uh, you can check out my website with like my hats and stuff. I have some some stuff coming out uh, merch wise. It's charliecollinsofficial.com. Um, got music on your site? Yeah, yeah. got music on my yeah. website, like my visitor website. Gotcha. Kind of use it as like a press kit, so I'll send that to most of the venues. Right. But that's charliecollins.banzoogle.com. Um, can they get one of those killer podunk hats yet? Yeah, podunk yeah, those are out. Are are yeah, sweet. Podunk, the Podunk Kid hats are out. We have hoodies out. Um, I have other T-shirts and, nice. and knickknacks. Because I'm sure Mike, at, you know, even Mike at Hog It Up locally, I'm sure he's listening to this. He'll probably reach out to you. Yeah, you know, I, any Tony any the local, Troubadour, he'll reach out to you. I mean, there could be a lot of them around. Yeah, I would love to play any local uh, venue possible. It's been very difficult just to get an answer back. I understand, you know, a lot of local venues. There's a lot of yeah, artists and yeah. only a few venues, so they're getting bombarded with emails. So I feel I feel bad like sending like my fifth email in like two months. To don't someplace. don't like, don't, yeah, don't because don't, don't apologize for that. Right? We know these these uh, venues right, and we were just at um, box office box brewery, office, right? And yeah. you know they said, oh, you know we're booked up until twenty twenty four. Yeah, don't let that discourage you because there's always somebody that's got to back out. Yep. Say, sure. look, yep. keep keep my card in your back pocket. Give me a call. Yeah, I might be available, and look, I'll show up. Be yeah. great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've I've sent I've hit them up a couple times. I want to say, but and it's I'm not like frustrated at all. Yeah, by sure. Right, I just sure. I get it. Like I'm I've sat here and think I'm like I can get shows. We play at colleges up up and down the East Coast and stuff like that. And I'm like I can get shows further away from home. We have a residency at Cedar Point, the amusement park. Um, cool. In, in the summertime, it's like I can get stuff away from home, but I can't. Get anywhere, <laughs> That's really strange. near yeah. home, man. Cedar Point's a cool place. Yeah, to get yeah. Right? yeah. I'm, I'm excited get about roller that. coasters, man. Roller coasters. Yeah. How do they get a hold of you other than this Facebook page? Uh, email is uh, Charlie Collins official uh, at Outlook or Charlie Collins Music at Outlook.com. Sorry. Okay. Cool. Good. All right. Good. They so can yeah, reach out. Definitely hit, hit me cool. up on email. You'll either get me or Cody. Cool. Cool. So your trajectory is headed up. It's it's definitely headed in the right direction. You're excited about I all feel, this, right? I feel like that, and I hope that's the case. Um, I'm just excited to to be able to to put out music, man. I've been working with a, a record label called C2 Records. Um, they're I want to say based in quotation marks out of Fairfax, the owner of, of the label, they live in Tampa, Florida, but they have a house that they kind of run as like the, the company house uh, with a little recording studio and a whole bunch of other stuff out there. 
um, in Fairfax. So we've been working in hand with them. I'm not like signed with them or anything, but um, they have a lot of cool artists signed. They have a lot of cool stuff coming out, and uh, they're on the up and up as well. So cool. if any uh, any young artists out there are, are looking to kind of get uh, some some leeway or some headway uh, via a label, check out C2 Record Label. Um, they're they're definitely looking for some good young talent. So. And that's huge. Um, just before we wrap this thing up, I want to I want to add that all these folks that we've had on our show are super nice people, right? Yeah. So if somebody reached out to you and said, "Hey, I'm a new guy doing this. Can I have some help?" A hundred percent, you would say, "Look, yeah, absolutely. This is what I would do, right?" Hundred percent. So if you're listening to this and you're like, you know, I'm thinking about starting this, don't hesitate to either reach out to us at the Musicians Cafe and we can get you in touch that way, or reach out directly to them. Yeah. Um, so yeah, this is just a, a, a great, um, a great group of people that we're making here with Musicians Cafe. Um, a lot of great guests we've had on. And, you know, I was thinking, we were talking in the beginning, we got to have ourselves a Catalina wine mixer. Yeah, we're going to do that. I've got Catalina plans in the works for that. Yep. We're going to have a Catalina wine mixer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm in. I'll I bring the whiskey. Absolutely. Yeah. I have plans in my head for that. I've got Levi Snap uh, in my sights to help me put that together. And we're going to do that in the warm weather. Yep. So um, before we get out of here, Charlie, what are we forgetting, dude? Any shout outs, anything you need to add? Man, um, yeah, man, just we're going to drop a, a song off the EP. Um, I don't want to I don't want to like officially put the date out there, but I kind of feel like I should officially put the date. I'm, I'm going to shoot for April 15th. So uh, check out my Instagram and stuff for like a confirmed date on that. But the song's called Whiskey. It'll be one of the eight tracks off the album that'll come out uh, April 15th. So. Uh, I don't really think I got a whole lot else, man. Where's that available at? That'll it, be uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify, wherever you listen to music. Cool. It'll be out there. Very cool. Awesome. Well, man, we thank you for being part of our show tonight. I've loved it. It's Absolutely. Cool. And anything down the road that we can help you with, or make sure you stay in touch, too. We want to have you back and check out what's going on down the 100%. road. 100%. Yeah, I'd love to come back. Yeah. Yeah, I'd love to. I'd love to. Chris, man, thank you for... Oh, you do, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, I appreciate the alcohol, fellas. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. That's part of the show. Before we go, Chris, I got to give a shout out there. I can't, I'd be remiss if I didn't do this, but, uh, you know, this Sunday happens to be a very important day in my life. I'm celebrating my 30th year with my bride, Robin. Sure. 30. And, uh, yeah, and so we're very proud about our 30 years together. We're making our annual pilgrimage down to Ocean City, Maryland for our anniversary and to St. Patty's Day weekend. So we are very excited. But I just wanted to give a shout out to Robin, let her know. I love her. Appreciate the 30 years that she's given me, sharing with me, and uh, hopefully we got a whole bunch more ahead of us. So That's awesome. Yeah, man. So cool. Congratulations. We're going to pack up Noah, and we're going to head on down there to Ocean City. Hey, you're welcome, man. We got room. Noah's got a VIP pass to the, the Purple Moose, yeah. right? <laughs> he can, yes, he definitely <laughs> does. He can borrow mine if he doesn't, that's for sure. So anyway, folks, thank you for joining us tonight on the Musicians Cafe. Make sure you check out Charlie Collins' music if you would, please. And in the meantime, until we meet again, peace.